Hello guys, my name is Arya from Mother Pugger, and uh, I, I'm back, you know, for a Wednesday freaking podcast, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one, because uh, on the last one, I was like, off topic, I feel like, I was not talking about gaming, I was talking about some tips and shit that I feel like people like, should hear and shit, but... This time, this is very related to gaming. Uh, in fact, we're talking about physical uh, games uh, versus digital games. And this is something that people, I think people don't realize that this is such a huge matter. Because you you still got your local GameStop and shit. And you still got your Steam for uh, the different markets. But when you think about it, people still buy games. It's just about how they buy them. And I think this is a really interesting topic. And this is why... I want to talk about it because if you're if you're new to the podcast, my philosophy is that if I don't know my topic, if I don't uh, care about my topic, I don't talk about it. This is something I really care about and I find really interesting. So let's start off first of all. When I talk physical copies of a game, obviously I'm talking about a game that comes uh, either on a disc or um, you know in a case, but buying it brand new from GameStop or Amazon or whatever. Or um, may- maybe you get it on an, <laughs> I don't know, USB drive. Like, literally, as long as it's a physical thing you buy to access the game, I count that as a physical copy. Now, most of us, when we buy physical, we buy a case with a CD in it. And, uh, well, that's how we play PS4 games, for example, or Xbox One games. Or maybe even cartridges, like on the 3DS or Switch. Uh, that's what I count physical, as long as you can touch it. Digital games... I mean, the, the exact opposite. You you can't touch my uh, copy of The Witcher 3 on Steam. Well, it's digital. Now, now, what's interesting about this is you could ask yourself, do you own it? Like, you, you, can't, you can't take it to a friend. You can't let him borrow it. You can't resell it. And that's something I want to talk about later, later uh, reselling. But right now, it's about accessibility. Like... How how do you really... I mean, Steam could literally ban you from their platform. You could have thousands of games. They could go like, no, we don't like you. You you did something wrong. You're, you're mean to people. We ban you. You lose all your games. That happens on Xbox Live and PlayStation, but I think Steam is more popular when it comes to digital downloads because, let's be frank for a second, digital downloads are... I don't have an actual statistic, but... I don't know anyone today who still buys physical games for their PCs. In fact, I don't even have a uh, disk drive for my PC. There's nothing there. I buy all my PC games, and in fact, most of my games, even on console, digitally, because it's easier for me to access them. But if my friend were to say, hey, I've never played The Witcher 3 before, can I borrow it? I mean, I, I bought it digitally on PS4 and on PC. I can't give it to him yeah he may be able to log into my account and we can family share and shit but you know that's like way too complex to me i i really don't care about that stuff uh, that feels like uh, a little cheating in a way <laughs> i don't know i feel bad doing that uh, in a way if it, it feels like a a friendlier pirating uh either way let's go back to the topic reselling as we talked about uh, just a few minutes ago uh reselling is something that comes into mind because when people say uh, I'm gonna buy the new Call of Duty, okay? Let's let's think uh, today, 2017. What date is it today? Let me check real quick. It is the sixth, as I'm recording this Swedish National Day, by the way. Uh, 
if if people were to pre-order Call of Duty World War II today, a lot of people who think about reselling the game would say, you know what, I want to buy a physical copy because once I'm done with that, I can just put it back into the case and either get it to GameStop, which I don't recommend you do. You get like, what, three bucks? Or go to eBay or just sell it to a friend or look at people who are interested in buying the game or, you know, there's a lot of shit you could do to sell your uh, physical game. And it's so much easier because it's physical. It's so much easier because the thing is, when you sell something that is there, that, that you can see, it, it's, it, you know, it adds value to it. That's why, that's why paying with cash, with real money, it's so much harder to give out the money because it's real. You can feel it. That's the kind of same way, you know, around too, like uh, selling something. It makes it so much more real. Because let's be frank, they could do like a billion, trillion copies of World War II digitally they just make codes key codes and you're good to go they can sell how many they want today they have no limit just copy paste the coding and game engine and shit like that and you're good to go and now reselling uh because it's a physical copy again it adds value and you can just put it back into the case and go to your friend and say hey i don't want this anymore you interested they say yeah there you go you sold your game you got some of the money back and you enjoyed the same game and uh, speaking of it being an actual thing, and this is something I find really interesting, uh, there's a lot of game collectors, like people who collect NES games, Sega Saturn games, PlayStation 2 games, PlayStation 4 games, I don't know, Game Boy Advance, like, there's, there's so many game collectors out there, it's ridiculous. But what's really interesting is some of them, a few of them, in fact, have some digital games and the biggest complaint they have about them like they don't care if it's shit or not the biggest complaints these guys have about the digital games is that they can't add them to the collection like that that may be like a huge bummer because they get so excited i don't know if you guys look at any game collectors out there on youtube or blogs or whatever but that's the truth man i'm telling you it's so funny because they're uh, not funny but it's interesting because they get really upset about the fact that there's no way for them to add a physical copy unless they do it themselves somehow you know print out a cover or whatever but unless they do it themselves and which it, it's not going to look as professional unless they really know what to do but it, it's not going to be able to stand there in the bookshelf and it's not going to be something they can you know just pull out and feel and that's a thing that makes people feel like, yeah, you know, they're not buying the real product. They're buying a copy. But then again, it, I mean, let's be frank for a second. When you buy a PlayStation 4 game or Xbox One game, you're installing the game from a disc. Like, the, the CD is not really necessary. The disc is not necessary. You don't need it. They just have it as a key, as an access code. So you... Uh, can't just resell the game and still own it. Well, I mean, most people don't even know that. Most people are like, yeah, I'm probably just installing updates. No, man, you're installing the game. That That's just how it is. So, I mean, you're really getting the same thing. You know, no matter what you do, it's just a, a, about the, uh, you know, the casing and shit. And for me personally, I'm a huge fan of PC gaming. I love, you know, performance shit. I love the... 
the, the frame rate shit and that you love resolution talking graphic talking i'm a huge fucking nerd it's unbelievable and uh, not saying i don't enjoy my ps4 i love it it's so fun to play you know i in fact i'm playing lego hobbit right now uh, i don't know how many fps i don't know what resolution i'm just enjoying it on my tv and it's a blast uh, but what i'm trying to say is that in fact that's the only game the <laughs> It's unbelievable. I have like 15 games on my PS4. Lego Hobbit, I bought it like five days ago. That's the only game I currently own on the PlayStation 4 that is a physical game that I bought. The other games I bought, all digital. That is, <laughs> I don't know if that's sad or not. That's just how I work. I feel like I've gotten programmed by Steam. I've, I feel like I've gotten the luxury and uh, I've been spoiled by getting the games whenever I want. I mean, I can't go to GameStop at 2 a.m. in the morning and go like, you know what, I feel like I'm going to go there and grab myself freaking uh, Tekken 7. I can't do that. I could do it from Steam or PlayStation Store or Xbox Live Store or whatever it's called. Uh, sorry, I'm not, I haven't touched my Xbox One in like a year. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm like totally off on the Xbox side. I apologize, guys. I feel like I'm pissing off some people. <laughs> it's not bad. Trust me. Xbox is amazing. I played that for like nine years, 360 and Xbox One. It's fun. Trust me. No hate there. But it's really interesting in that way because, I mean, it's like a give and take thing. You give, you know, you give the, the uh, ability to resell the game easily. And we're still not done with the reselling thing. We're going to come to that later. Because there's a... T I want to call it a technique or a tactic. But I'm not sure if that's really a good phrasing for it. I'm going to come back to that later. You know, you give up the, the ability to actually have a physical uh, a physical product. You know, it's, it's much more satisfying buying, you know, something like a phone or a water bottle, or a mouse, or a keyboard, or a mouse pad, or a monitor, because you f you can touch your monitor, you can use your mouse, but buying software, because really what you're buying from Steam is software, it's a .exe, all you do is run the software, and it happens to be a game, I mean, you could buy, like, uh, video editing shit from Steam too, but all you're getting is the software, and I feel like people... Don't realize that that's what they that's what they buy either way, but uh, yeah, some people again like they they really need that physical thing to it, you know that that's that's an asset to it. like they would pay extra money just to get that, you know. And I, I'm not one of those guys, so I can't relate to it. I apologize. I just I just can't. I just can't. No matter how hard I try, I don't care if I play a game digitally. On the on a web page like Pokemon Emerald, I, I don't care how I play it. If I want to play a game and I play it, I enjoy it because I want to play it. And I don't know, man. I, I still, it's it's such a funny topic, really, when you think about it. Because some people just don't give a fuck, but some people can't can't buy digital games because, well, either they're too young to purchase on the PlayStation Store, you know, like twelve year olds or something. But some people can't because they don't want to. They feel like they're wasting their money. They're not getting a physical thing. Now, let's go back to reselling because there's one more thing I want to talk about. Unless I come up with something else later. But one more thing that's really cool that a lot of people do is that they buy a game on... Uh, let's say they make a Steam account. Okay, they made one 2016, late 2016, okay? They had the Steam account and they bought The Witcher 3 on sale. They bought... um. 
Call of Duty. There was a Call of Duty franchise uh, sale for like a, three weeks ago or something. And they bought all these games and they bought it for cheap. Now, what they do is that they they uh, they resell the account. They resell family share. So they, they tell people, yeah, I bought all these games on sale. Or actually, they don't even need to do that. They just say, these games are worth this much. I'll give you this account for this much, which is like way less because they bought it all on sale. And it's so smart. I mean, that's just a business tactic, really. Like entrepreneurship, man. But what I'm telling you guys is that you could resell digital stuff too. I mean, some people sell Photoshop keys. You don't get an actual physical thing, but you get the software. And what most people don't realize... Now, game collecting, I can't talk to you guys. Like, game collectors, yeah, I get you. You want the physical thing. But reselling like reselling a game, resellers, if you want to call yourself that, I don't know why you would, but, you know, re- retailers, maybe, I don't know. Uh, it, there are so many ways to do it, man. There's, I, I hate the one-dimensional thinking about it. Like, you have to pr- uh, sell... A, a physical thing like there's only one way to do it there's never one way to do one thing okay it's no there's always more than one way to do stuff all, all the time every single way i mean imagine if every podcast was the same it just doesn't work that way man there's so many ways to sell a game that's why there are physical and digital games i mean <laughs> that's literally the reason it's just that it, it can't be one-dimensional now, before, I, I want to talk about the Switch, because the Switch, the Nintendo Switch is really interesting about this topic, because it does something I've never seen before, I, I think. Unless, maybe the 3DS counts, but unless, I don't know, it, it, it's so interesting to me. But before we go into that, as a human being with an opinion, I just want to point that out right now. This is just me, guys, okay? Uh, you may think the complete opposite, I, I don't care. I don't care about opinions, really, but... My opinion, and what I think personally, is that the accessibility and the sales and the the ease of getting a game, not even just getting a game, but playing a game too, like, you could play three different games and just close the application on your PlayStation or, or, or on your uh, Xbox or on your Switch or on your PC, you don't have to you know, take a disc out or a cartridge out or it's it's just that much easier you just to open a program and close another. And I, I feel like that ease, because that's how technology works. That's why the smartphones are working. That's why Instagram is working. That's why all that is working, because it's easy, you know, and it's a tool for us. And I feel like this is the same thing. It's easy to swap games. It's easy because you don't have to go to GameStop, and I feel that's, that's uh, for me personally, why it's working so well. That's why I only have one physical game on uh, my PS4, and I've owned it for a year now, and it's it's ridiculous, but it's true. It, it really is how it works, and I, I'm i not sure I like it or not, but it's easy, and it's, it's it really is a tool, man. It really is a tool for ease. Either way, guys, this has been uh, Arya from Mudapugger, and... Uh, I'm done with today's podcast. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you have some tips. Hopefully you have some good comments. Twitter DM me. Twitter add me. You know, add Motherpugger. It's all there in my so- social stuff on social page, on SoundCloud, uh, Pocket Casts, uh, Apple Music, whatever. Hit me up, man. See you later. Peace out.